everything I know I learned from Frank Miller And everything I do I do as fast as flash run quarterback status And then some Damn the new 52 Buying up every issue on DC Not exclusively what I'm into Masters, comics with the healthy Wolverine classics The soul down below So when you think to go Hell be exclusively till the past enemy Save a toast And you killed your dad for the second time in hell Man, tell me that's not badass Man, tell me that ain't badass Face full of Chicago dogs Deep dish pizza Cold wind on my face North face jackets on my body I'm in Chicago. It's C2E2. What the hell was that? What was I, what was I supposed to do? That I was. Um, was I supposed to mention the Bulls, the White Sox, <laughs> the Cubs? And stop talking about the Bulls since we got here. Well, this is an exciting team to watch, and this isn't a sports podcast, so you shut up. You shut it. It's Colin Bastard's motherfucking podcast. I'm Kevin. I'm Dustin. And we're in Chicago doing our bastardist version of. I covered C two E two, which is like a Comic Con Junior in Chicago. Yep, Chicago Comics and Entertainment Expo. <clears throat> the one and the same. A um, couple of changes this year is they moved it. Yep, moved it to the North Hall. It's still in McCormick. Yeah, 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 exactly. It moved it to from the different halls, and I it feels bigger, I guess. Definitely feels bigger. Yeah, I think there's a lot more people in attendance this year than last year. I will second that because it just has that. It's more. I don't know if it's just there's more space for them to frolic in, or there's just literally more people. But well, that front entrance is getting worked over. Just tons of people in and out, like constantly. Yeah. And then you go yeah. onto the, the sales room floor, and you're like, "Oh, there's still a shit ton of you. I just saw a bunch of you leave. What the fuck?" And the sales floor, might I add, is set up like the aisles feel wider. It just feels more spacious. It just set. It just the setup is a lot, you know, spacious this time. And Artist Alley is not just packed on top of itself. It's actually, you know, it too is spaced out. Where you're just like, hmm, I can navigate these aisles without, you know, running into baby strollers, which I haven't seen a lot of this time. I'd like to only a couple, only a couple, but not. A nauseating amount where you're just like, why'd you bring your fucking kids who I hate and I don't even know them? Actually, I haven't really seen a lot of little kids in general. Not too many. And most of them have just been dressed up, so that's probably why I've noticed them. Exactly. Um, I've seen like a baby stroller here or there. I mean, if you've been to any con or basically any event where you have to walk around with a shit ton of people around, it's very, very obnoxious when there's, you know... A stroller hold up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It sucks. Not fun. Just should never had him. <laughs> uh, you know. We're trying to compete with China. Planet's full. We don't need any more. That's all my crazy coworker thing. We're trying to compete with China. Yeah. Coworker's an idiot. I know. Well, we're gonna. We need to pop out more people. Yeah, we can. I'm like, we did enough. We done our part. <laughs> we can take a step back. I, don't even, I mean, India and China, they're... I'm like, have you been there? They're at the races. I've been to Hong Kong. Well, no, I mean, I'm, oh. I'm saying that's hypothetically to someone who has not been to Hong Kong <laughs> there's with a, you. There's a, there's a <laughs> lot of assholes, basically, over there. <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, um, a lot of the, what do you want to call it, meetings or panels? panels thank you. It's seem, late. Seems the same. Seems the same. I think there's. It feels like there's more on the itinerary. There's. I, I have to say that the panel selection has been a lot better than WonderCon, which was mostly DC and Marvel. Right. Um, I think IDW had one or two panels at WonderCon, and I completely missed them because they had really goofy titles. And this time, I just kind of looked for anything IDW, and was like, oh, that's got to be something that is relevant to me. Yeah, with um, <laughs> the booklet not even being in front of us right now. Um, Aspen had a panel. Yeah, Aspen um, had their. I take that panel. back. The books right there. Um, Avatar had a panel. Um, uh, he said IDW had a panel. 
Of course, DC Marvel had their panels. Uh, who else had a panel? Oh, um, um, Valiant had a panel. Yeah, their first of the uh, convention season slash circuit. Yeah, that's like, isn't that their first as, as their resurgence? Yeah, you know, first as from, a company. Yeah. that We, we both partook in that. Um, Dozen has coverage on the site, com. Check that out. I was, I, let's just, I guess we can just chat about those guys for a second. Talk about it, panel. <laughs> Talk about <laughs> Dynamite, Dynamite had a pound too. Oh yeah, I, I took lunch. I didn't go to. That yeah. <laughs> was just like it's gonna piss me off. I don't, I'm not gonna go to this sidebar of a sidebar. What'd you have for lunch? God, <laughs> I shit. I fucking opened myself up for this. Okay, here's the thing. I don't know any big. I'm pretty sure anywhere in the world you are listening to our smooth melodic voices. You go to a big establishment convention style anywhere where they can just pigeonhole you. When it comes to eating food, if you didn't brown bag it, whatever, you smuggle it in, whatever. There's usually establishments you can eat at said convention hall, we'll say. McCormick Place, for example. Um, they have their yeah. own commons area, cafe, if you will. Yeah. You know, I forgot about that food court area they have in the back. We probably could have mentioned over there a couple times. <laughs> this place is huge. Um, I say you could... I mean, it, it's it's massive in size and it has a, a multiple food courts in a way. Yeah. Um, sometimes there there's a there is a tiny group of us comic bastards that represented here, and uh, we decided to take lunches at different times. Um, had a huge breakfast before hitting the scene. See, my my breakfast was just okay. It wasn't huge. I had a massive like yeah, omelet. Your, like, yeah, your omelet was took like, me forever. Huge. Um, so this guy's hungry at a real awkward time. So I'm like, well, I'm good. Well, and I knew it was my last opportunity to get lunch before I needed to go to more panels. Tell him what you got. <laughs> I got a burger from the food court, which, uh, was cooked in water. <laughs> <laughs> cooked in water. I don't know. Sitting with the cheeseburger. So I was like, you want a cheeseburger? I was like, No. Didn't matter really matter because it's next to them. These things are like floating in a <laughs> tin of water, like like the patty, like the patty is floating there, like already cooked. I'm like, did you really, guys boil this shit? Floating. It's more like <laughs> simmering, like just sautéing. I, I mean, I don't want to say what it's like because then it's gonna like a toilet. Yeah, it's like a turd. Of a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> this kind woman fished it out. She was not kind, but she fished it out. A little attitude. Know. A lot um, of attitude. <laughs> place every food <laughs> server we've had in that place has had attitude. I've I've been okay. I've got a I've got R- along with mine. Should we talk about McDonald's? That was fine. All right, I'll she set could, the stage for this one. She, Kevin well, was wearing let's a go provocative back to your, shirt. your toilet shirt. Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> toilet burger. My toilet burger. Are you thinking of this shirt now? Great. Good job. Seed planted. This man. <laughs> Number one, this place didn't have hot dogs. There was hot dogs on the they menu. Were they were out dogs. of everything. I was gonna do a burrito, but that was close. Someone was getting no. They were getting yelled at for making the wrong type of rice. <laughs> which kind of the fact that they were making different types of rice confused me, and I was like, I don't want either of those styles of rice on my burrito. Basically, a dog a pony show ran amok. Everything was nine dollars. <laughs> Everything. It doesn't matter what the fuck you're getting. Nine dollars was eighteen dollars. <laughs> I even looked at this weird uh, cracker fruit combo. It had like five little things in it. I was like, I bet that's like ten dollars. Yep. That's insane. Everything. If you didn't have nine dollars, multiple you're not times. There. That's why it was so <laughs> empty. What did What did your um, What did your ticket come up to when you were done? Well, after everything was said and done, seventeen dollars. Seventeen dollars. The man got I a still toilet. Had that cookie I didn't eat. <laughs> the man got a, a toilet burger. <laughs> so those were nine dollars. So those were curled fry. <laughs> They're curly fries. Those were good. You You didn't eat them all. I, I kind of got like. You know, to the point where I was Sick. like, do I want to keep putting this disgusting food into my body? And I was just like, no. Um, a Pepsi Next, I think, because that's all they're shilling <laughs> out here. I get a Pepsi Next, but yes. Fucking Chicago is a test market for Pepsi. I and Pepsi Next is in every store that we have been in. Yeah, I, just, I, I don't like and Pepsi regular. <laughs> Aaron and I took samples of it, and uh, it tasted like someone had poured a bunch of Splenda 
into a, a regular Pepsi or a diet Pepsi, I should say. I was like, eh. And a cookie, twenty dollars. Seventeen dollars, dude. I just rounded up. Yeah, I know. I just took away the pain. I don't know. It made me laugh, guys. I I just got dumbass McDonald's cheeseburgers because I knew I didn't play like my left well testicle was gonna have to go down the town. McDonald's, McDonald's is a whole different dog and pony show. The first day, going back to the provocative shirt, worst sidebar in the history of a. Podcast. I'm not. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> this is what happened to us. Damn it. Um, Kevin is wearing a shirt by what's the company. It's a clothing company called I Am King. Um, it's kind of like, I don't know, almost like an urban type of clothes, but they'll specialize in, it's just basically pretty girls on shirts. I'm a dude, like pretty chicks, got them on my shirt. What are you going to do? No, they're, they're very attractive women. Very attractive. Um, didn't you tweet this picture? I did. You can, if you follow me on Twitter, you can see the picture. But, um, it's a woman putting her hand down her little short shorts and on the back it says, do it yourself. And it's very evident that this woman has her hand, you know, over her vagina. In the care package. I don't... What, she, <laughs> she's playing COD now? She is. I don't know. Well, I was trying to say something funny. It's a very you. empowering shirt for women. <clears throat> you know? It's, yeah, that's true. A woman dressed as a... Go, go, Mario. Go ahead. I'm just going to say Mario. No. It no. was mm-hmm. women. Uh, there was a group of women. Girls, even teens. Whatever. They were dressed as Super Mario. Female version. So you got a female yeah. Bowser. Female Toad. Which I think Toad's a little... You know, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Um... Female Mario and uh, I think Black Widow was there. I yeah, Black know. Widow, that was weird. Yeah, it's just like go I ahead. Was like, why someone, did you force Black Widow? Someone to be, be Yoshi or the princess. Yeah, she could have been Yoshi. Yeah, she looked. Well, no, you. If they're doing that thing, then the princess would have had to be the prince. Oh, can't she just be Luigi? Yeah, she could have been. I think she would have been a better a Koopa? Yoshi. Troopa. No. At any rate, they approved of Kevin's shirt. Yeah, they were dirty she, girls. They like Mario dirty said, "That's very appealing." Yeah, to his shirt. Female the Mario, woman, get it? You're right. Real yeah, quick. yeah, sorry. I already said she Pause. Was a female. <laughs> the woman at McDonald's counter did not find it so appealing. She looked over at Aaron and said, "Really?" In the middle of her order, which Aaron responded, "That's what I said." <laughs> I'm. I'm from Los Angeles. This this shit's cool where I come from. I didn't know. Yeah, Chi- I, know. I didn't know Chicago was so very no, he, he prudish. Got, yeah, different crowd. It's all right. You know. That's fine. So, and the same woman the next day. <laughs> they both ate at McDonald's again today. Listen, the choices got are so distracted by a Hello Kitty in the middle of Aaron's order that she ended up with two cheeseburgers, and the woman acting like she'd never heard Hot Topic. And this is the same one we also saw got yelled at by her supervisor. We have spent too much time with this woman at this point. If she's working tomorrow, I'm going to say, take the day off. I'll probably never eat McDonald's again. Yeah, I definitely won't. That's why I went with the toilet burger. I, had to... <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a sick logic, but I was just like, I can't I can't eat what I know is going to kill me. You I know, as bad as McDonald's is, and I, can... I mean, I got the baby cheeseburgers, man, because I can eat like two <sighs> things at that place, but... I'm going to eat another baby cheeseburger before I have a woman put her hand in a fucking liquid and pull out <laughs> something. It was not ideal. I'll admit that. And it was just, it was just, it was a kind of a lame food experience. Yeah. I mean, well, in the very same we're vein, kind of fucked. we're kind of fucked. It's a convention center. It's in the middle of nowhere. They got, a, they got you pigeonholed by the fucking foods here. Your ass is ours. You're not going anywhere unless you, like yeah. I said, unless you brown unless bag. Unless you want to pay parking twice. <clears throat> exactly. That's other thing. And then, you know, you know, blessed be, we fucking leave there. You spend your whole day there trying to bring our spin on this shit. There's not a too many places left open to experience the full Chicago experience, food wise, I should say. Yeah, because A, parking sucks. Yeah. B, we don't know where we're going, and C, we got a bunch of gear that we don't want to necessarily. Yeah, we don't want to lug to a car in the middle of right. the city. It's in a nice part of the city, I will say that. Um, but, you know, you're just kind of you're kind of a prisoner of your own surroundings. But you yeah. know, I'd love to stay here for a week just to ch- check shit out because it's, yeah. it's a cool city by all means. Um, yeah, we see tons of places we want to go to. It's just the store hours are not they're not it's to either our schedule, that, It's either experience a great city or deal. with 
fucking comic books. And God yeah. damn it, we chose the latter. <laughs> we did. <laughs> and we hope that you enjoy what we chose. And that's all could be found on the dot com, the comic bastards. Um, I tried to do some um, soon. I put some video things up for you guys. We try to do a couple of interviews. We'll save that for the experience. Yeah, I didn't go crazy with them, and I haven't really improved much from the last time, so be patient. Yeah, it's a work in progress. This is our second time, like you said, um, bringing the movie, moving pictures. So I'm trying to make it fun. Hopefully you like it. And I don't know, you want to talk about some more panels? or I, didn't, I haven't read any. I read a couple of books, but it's almost I, a m- moot point right now. Yeah, I honestly don't even remember. Yeah. What I read at this point during the week, it's just been a really long week. Um, um, I guess panel-wise, we'll, we can usher back to that because you guys probably turned this shit off when we started talking about turd burgers <laughs> or whatever the hell they're called. <laughs> Floating turd burgers um, in toilet water. Valiant was probably... That was one of the panels I got to sit through, um, Avatar and Valiant. Um, I was not a huge Valiant fan, I I was familiar with some of their properties, but I couldn't honestly say, yeah, I read that. Yeah, I read that book. Oh, Harbinger, can't wait. I honestly can say that now that I'm like, hey, you guys got me excited for some of these books. Yeah, and I mean, the thing is, they weren't like super polished. Like you go to some of these panels, like the IDW one was super polished. Like you could just almost count the beats until the next joke. You know, he just, he had done that presentation before. Mm -hmm. You can tell that. But Valiant, it was more of just, like, you got to hear the raw, like, passion for what they're doing. And just the the amount of planning and scheduling that they're doing was just really there was, impressive. There was Yeah, there was a lot of excitement coming from them. But it wasn't, it wasn't obnoxious. They weren't, you know, they didn't come off, like, you know, they didn't come off jerky about it or, like, you know. I guess they really couldn't because it's all brand new and that was one of their first panels, but. They seem like they do have a lot of interesting things coming up to some of the books. I mean, I think our press releases have covered yeah. the books that they're coming out with. Um, yeah, they're launching with the four titles, and then next like year they're Man of War is first, and then yeah. I think it's like Harbinger is next. Yeah, Harbinger. Um, and then, I don't know. Um, I was Bloodshot, so, and then Bloodshot, yeah. Armstrong and Archer. Yeah, and they showed a lot of the interiors. And I was excited for that, too, because I was like, wow, it doesn't look like shit on the inside. Yeah, they did not pull the switcheroo yeah, at all. And they, you know, they talked about that a lot of, you know, the reason they're having a three ninety nine price point, the reason that they're going slow at it. They yeah. are really 100% trying to deliver quality. Back to that, um, the three ninety nine price point, I don't see any problem with that. No, like, it's like it's one standard guy, at this there, point. there was a guy in the crowd at the panel that kind of... And little boo birds came out. A little boo, why are you paying that? It's yeah. like, what do you want from these? It's a business first. And I hate when fans forget yeah. that. Well, and then what they don't take into account is, you know, maybe he was looking at it like, well, you're, you know, you're a big com- comic book company. And even though they're restarting or whatnot, it's like, it's not Valiant from 20 years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, you have to look at it like it's a new company. Yeah, it's and Valiant no new company is going to come out at 299 Unless they're really cutting down the pages and getting the talent that they have on the book, that'd be stupid. Yeah, what do they say the first XO is going to be like 40 plus pages plus yeah, a 40, preview? It's like 49 pages. Yeah. Um, the story is 29 and then like a 17 page uh, preview. That's yeah. ridiculous. That's like almost two books for one. Yeah. And, and that's, I don't know, to me, I was just like, these guys aren't doing anything to offend me or make me go, screw your product. You got me stoked on your product. You showed me interesting titles. You showed me the art attached to these titles, and now all your, your stories do just have to come through. That's yeah. it. Yeah, literally, that's all I'm I'm waiting for at this point. I know yeah. your art's going to kick ass. Yeah, I mean the writing. I don't see how it couldn't be good with the the talent that they have. I'm just like, fuck. I mean, even if it's even if it's just like a, a B rating or something, mm-hmm. it's still going to be decent or better than yeah. some of the other shit that's out there. Yeah, I, I know. I, I was excited for that. Um, Another panel that I can speak on um, was the Ava- Avatar panel. I was insanely stoked on that just because I like what this company does from Ferrell's to Cross to... The, yeah, they're another company that's just kind of cool to hear. I mean, they didn't announce anything new or anything, but just hearing them talk about it, they really 
are passionate about their products. Yeah. And I've always enjoyed that about Avatar. It's why, you know, we talk about them so much and we because we read their shit. We look we forward their to shit. their shit all the time. Mm-hmm. And just hearing their passion about it, they never want to deliver you just like, you know, they're never going to phone it in. And then another thing I do enjoy from them is they know their audience. Like Definitely. They don't ever try to give or sell you something or just go, well, you know what? We're going to do that because it's everyone else is doing it. Like uh, yeah, he mentioned superhero books. Yeah. They very rarely, if ever, do that. I mean, he listed a couple of titles, you know, No Hero and, well, and Absolution. Here's the, the thing before Black Summer, they had never done a superhero book. And they weren't looking to. It was just that it was the right property at the right time. And they were like, all right, we'll do this. You know, and, uh, it matches our lineup. The new book they announced, um, was it Hero Worship, right? Oh, yeah. That, that is the one title. That, yeah, Hero Worship. So I was wrong. They, yeah. they announced one one new title. At the and movie. I was stoked. I think it's going to be a six mini. Uh, five or six. I think it was a five. Five or six. Movie. Okay. Um, I was stoked on it. Yeah. It looked pretty fucking mm-hmm. cool. Um, I'm not going to lie. They could probably put shit in a box. I'd be interested. <laughs> you might. You want to break it down, or do you remember enough about it? Um, I can't remember who did the covers. I mean, and which is embarrassing because he was right there. You know, honestly, I didn't. They didn't do name introductions, so we that, shouldn't that be in, true. embarrassed. Yeah, because I they just kind of sat down and started talking. If I remember, yeah, I don't know who either of the guys were that were talking. I know one was an editor and one was a cover artist, but I honestly don't know his name. It, yeah, the other guy was PR. Um, he was. Um, no, he was editor. He, oh, was he? he? Yeah, yeah they, I guess he really didn't. No, yeah, and I I heard another guy asking afterwards. He was like, "What, what was your name?" Because you didn't say your name. He's like, "Oh, crap!" And then he kind of looked around like, "I should enter." Oh, and there's no one here. Yeah, that was kind of so after like, the I'm panel. Sorry, there but... was a couple of things after the panel. He was like, "Oh, by the way, guys, I forgot to mention this," and half the room had already left. Yeah, because it really wasn't that full. Yeah, <laughs> some of those Avatar they just. Well, I will say everyone that was there knew what Avatar no, no. was. The people were there were down. Like, they were yeah. down. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead and tell them about the... Um, you know, picture a Superman-esque character, but in, this is obviously more like a more darker world of because course. it's, you know, it's Avatar. A powerful, unstoppable being. Yeah, in, in the vein of, um, like, I think that that was the one they said. It was like a, kind of in the vein of the boys mm-hmm. in regards to just, like, maturity of content. Right. And you're just following this one kid who has a literal case of hero worship where he's following the superhero everywhere he can. And then it turns into like society just worshiping this guy and all the faith that they put into him yeah. to pretty much do as he will. I mean, yeah. and it's just, uh, you know, I think it's probably going to be really rich with commentary on the superhero genre and just, you know, yeah, it probably hero... have, like social overtones too in it. Definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it was just, and violence. Yeah, and then then it have uh, what what do they refer to it? Uh, their zombie rape or what? He kept coining it that, and I thought that yeah, chick that... was getting upset, but then she but was. She was like, "That's my favorite book." Yeah, <laughs> anything with zombies okay. and rape, and I was like, "You you go, yeah. girl, you go." Um, and then they had a bunch of projects that they they did the typical uh, panel thing where like, we're working on a lot of things. If we could have our way, we could release one new issue or one new number one each month for the next three years or some shit. That's how much stuff they said they have back cataloged or. Yeah, it's all about scheduling. Yeah, though. that's yeah. simmering or finishing projects up. I was really surprised they said they had something with Warren Ellis. I haven't heard from that guy in ever, forever. Well, yeah, and but with Warren Ellis, they have a standing like agreement of anytime he has shit, they'll publish it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but um, it was know, just kind of weird think... to hear his name, I guess, again. Yeah, from them, to there. I think, uh, well, he's been sick a lot lately, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Hmm. He's been just kind of struggling to get his Marvel shit in. So um, that's why his stint on Secret Avengers was so short. But anyways, mm. um, I completely derailed myself with that sidebar. <laughs> oh, you're talking about Avatar? Well, I know that. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> um, well, Do you want to switch to Aspen? I no, there was I, something at Avatar. Oh, um, no. Well, I was actually, we can use this as a segue into Aspen. I can't wait. Um, so with Valiant and with Avatar, like they're both really big on talking about the scheduling. Like that's why Avatar is not just releasing a new number one issue every month because the scheduling, you know, then that you might be waiting forever. 
<clears throat> excuse me, on the next book or whatever. Um, so with that being said, <laughs> I moved over to Aspen and Aspen mm. said, we're going to try not to ship any more late books. It's the exact same thing I heard last year. So that seems to be <clears throat> their, like, another Achilles heel, you think? Yeah. It's just um, like so many things are cooking, but they can't expedite it fast enough or something. To, to be honest, the successful independent publishers, or even even like Marvel and DC, they schedule six months out. Meaning, you should have your first issue done six months before it comes out. Second issue, six months before it comes out, and so on and so forth. Yeah, like that's just that's the rule. That's right. that's how you ship your book successfully and on time, and you don't have delays, and you're not shipping late. Um, Aspen it looks like they're about three to four months out for most stuff now that's not including everything like lady mechanica is this going to be a book you get it when you get it um listening to and uh the creator writer artist joe benitez i believe is how you say his last name i could be wrong on that because they said it like three different ways on the panel so he just kind of sat there like whatever well then then they just call him joe b for most of the bit so Mm. But when they w- did say it, I was like, "That was that's different than, ah, fuck it, Joe B. Right. Um, he was pretty funny. Don't get me wrong. He had some good humor. Um, but he was trying to, like, he even said he was like, you know, I was creating this, like, really intricate story. And I was dropping all these, like, subplots and stuff to go back mm-hmm. on. And I really wanted to end it, essentially, with what he called blowing up the Death Star. Right. And that big, like, huge payoff for everything that's been going through. And he's like, and I was showing it to a friend, and she was like, well, just finish the story about the dead girl. And I was like, holy shit, we weren't going to do that? <laughs> like, that wasn't your original plan? That's why I was fucking reading this book. Let's <laughs> figure out what... You mentioned her 400 times in one issue. Finish that storyline. And so he was like, originally it was going to be nine, but now it's going to be, like, six or seven. I was like... What, what the hell? I was like, what the... F-? Yeah, I heard that I was kind of like... I thought you said you were going to shorten it. That's not shortening it by much. What the? So, I mean, he seems like a really good guy. And it's just, like I said, it's a book. You're going to get it when you get it. They're going to keep reprinting the issues so you don't forget about it. And yeah, that's what I was going to say. Won't that lose its impact if it's just... Well, they, just, they keep selling out on the fucking book because people love those covers and they don't know what it is. <laughs> what is this? It won't ever finish? It's going to finish soon? What's going on with it? I love this look. Well, and he said he wants it to be like Hellboy where it's just like... This world that keeps going, and you just have these little adventures. You know, he could do like a two issue book, a one issue book, whatever. But you really got to, before you can say, I want to be the next Hellboy, you got to finish the first series. Yeah. It's just straight up. No offense or anything, but. None taken. (laughs) To him, not you. Correct. That's what he was saying. So, but I mean, Aspen sounded like, you know, they didn't really announce anything new per se, but they Mm -hmm. talked about a lot of their titles and, uh, I, you know, honestly, he kind of mumbled his own name, so I didn't really catch it either. He's one of, like, he's an editor slash writer slash everything. It seems like if you work for Aspen and you're not in the, the art department. You wear many hats. You wear about, like, 20 hats. So, because he talked about working on statue stuff and talking to producers. And I was like, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm writing this book, too. And I was like, who the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Um, something that broke my heart was a book I really enjoyed, Broken Pieces, is getting a. Oh, yeah. Getting a new artist on the third issue, and that's Jeez, why it's been delayed. The third issue? Third issue. <sighs> I mean, technically, they had a zero, one, two. I don't count zeros. Well, you have to in Aspen because the zero is just like a shortened first issue. Like, it still gives you relevant not, details that you need yeah, for I'm the next not, issue. I'm just not a fan of that idea. I like... It's, a, it's an old, dated idea. Like, no one else does it anymore. Yeah, so. it feels like, here's a preview. Yeah. And you're like, okay, cool. And then the other, the last four pages or what have you are just like concept art or, you know, yeah. thoughts from the artist. See, with Aspen, it's more of like, you know, 15 pages of the story that should just kind of technically start the book. Mm-hmm. And so when you get to the first issue, sometimes you, you either you get a full recap of what happened in the zero yeah. issue in yeah. that or you just kind of have the story just takes off again from like picks up where it left off. So. I don't know. I mean, like I said, they they have some good stuff going. It seems like they're really trying to get their so exciting things from Aspen, or yeah, so so. But nothing, or? nothing new. Just everything they've already announced this year. So Aspen still be in Aspen. Yeah, doing doing the same, doing working on the thing. same properties and and stuff like that. And all the ones that they 
announced at C. Just getting by, sounds like. Eh, A little more than that. Okay, that's good. Um, What about the IDW panel? I know you um, you went to IDW and you hung out with those guys, not personally, but on a you know group setting. They um, they had a little magic show. I heard. They did have a magic. One of their books, um, Smoke and Mirrors. Smoke and Mirrors, which we know we disagree on the quality of the book, but you know, I don't think it's comics are fun. Yeah, I don't. I said quality. I didn't say that you hated it. It's not that I hate it. I just think it's stupid. Seems a little harsh. I, <laughs> but you already said it, so it's just I don't. I just it does absolutely nothing for me. It just seems like it's just farting around. <laughs> like it just like any remotely interesting thing that the second issue did with the boy discovering the pistol. It just went out the window. Like, he couldn't get that shit. He was like, I don't know why I ended the first issue like this. Let's have him learn parlor tricks. And then let's have him be a dick. And I was like, you're the most ungrateful little fucking turd I've ever seen. (laughs) He has abandonment dad issues. Yeah, but don't take it out on the, you know. That's what little fuckers do. The pedo guy that's been taking you under his wing and showing you how to. I don't think he's a pedo. He got blackmailed into it. Well, he kind of is coming off a little pedo-ish. He's supposed I, to be the surrogate father mentor. Yeah, I get it. I get the mentor part, and the kid's going to be throwing fireballs and making your fucking nose disappear by the end of issue three. <laughs> but then we went back to the Steve Jobs character, and I was just like, I don't like this. this they totally said that he's a Steve Jobs character. <laughs> like, any uh, motherfucker with eyes could tell you that. I know. And her, I know. And, and, it wasn't up in the air. It was just funny that they were just like, yeah, that's Steve Jobs with hair, and he's alive and doing magic. <laughs> They didn't actually say it like that. I, I'm I'm paraphrasing for them. That was the gist. If he would have said that, I would have just. Left. I you know I'm surprised he didn't. He had some pretty on the point or on the nose uh, criticism jokes. about his own shit. But not his own shit. Everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that's great. I guess Smoke and Mirrors team was there, and Magic was a Magic was a foot. That yeah, they had a real like illusionist. And, cool. Uh, like he's the one that kind of came up with the concept of the book and. You know, it's helping them actually make it and everything. Like when they draw a trick in the book, he actually sends them photo reference for the artist to do it. Um, yeah, basically they Wait, pass they, around these. Do four. they have to keep the secret? Remember that thing where like the magicians can never give the. No, the, I don't think so. Because originally the whole book started because someone approached him about a, how a book of how to do magic for like beginner for like, kids, for ungrateful shitheads. Grateful fucking shitheads with no daddy, blind mama, and kids picking on him at school. He just wants a girlfriend. I understand. That's all little boys want. Affection of a woman. That's not their mother. And about the same age as them. But they got a smoke and mirrors issue too instead. <laughs> okay. Um... Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to bore people with the magic trick. It's you know, it's magic. Well, I get it. They, you got to be there. Otherwise, sh- me describing, I'm just well, like, it mmm, will probably mmm. blow if you did describe it. But yeah. I mean, it was just the shtick of they went out of their way to spice up their panel. Cool. Yeah. I, I respect just, that. You know, it's that's just cool. math. Yeah, it's just card counting. That's right. really all the trick yeah, was. Just, so. No one saw that 21 movie. We get it. Yeah, I mean, they did do a cool trick where because they had the um, illusionist John Armstrong. The writer Mike Costa and then the artist Ryan Brown, and they were all in smoking smoking mirror T-shirts except for Mike, the writer. He was wearing a Decepticons T-shirt because the IDW they got transformed. Blah 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 blah. And they were like, "We said we we're gonna wear the T-shirt. Why don't you wear the T-shirt?" He's like, "Fine, let's go change." And he just turns around and he turns back and the shirt's gone and he's wearing a smoking mirrors T-shirt. So and the whole panel got like hard ons for that. Everybody was like hooting and hollering, right? Well, they enjoyed it. I mean, no one, no one, no one pooped the pants. They were just like, "Oh my god, magic!" Yeah, I'm gonna go said I enjoyed that trick. I, I mean, I didn't poop my pants, but hats off to you, Mister Magic Devil Dealer. Yeah, I mean, other other stuff that IDW talked about. They talked about the new Crow series. Um, I guess they released the panel pages on their Tumblr, which I haven't had a chance to look at. Oh, really? They just had the artist. Is going to be black and white still? I don't believe so, no. Mm, that's kind of weird. Um, Ashley Wood is doing some covers. No shit. James Obar, the uh, original dude. creator of the book, he's doing some covers. And they said that he wants to do another series on his own, like all him, 
after this one concludes. A, a Crowless series or more? No, crow more tales? Crow Tales. Okay, okay. Um, it kind of came off a little bit like a, how the Ninja Turtles is, where they're like, mm, you know, okay. letting the creator work on it. And I really don't, I don't understand the terms of if he sold the light, you know, the licensing, licensing oh. the rights to them. Or if he sold it long ago and IDW picked up the rights and now they just invited him back. I'm not really sure about that. They didn't really touch on that. Mm. And uh, That's kind of cool. I'd probably check yeah. that out. Oh, yeah. I'd definitely check it out. I mean, just for the fact that Ashley Wood covers. Yeah. Can add at least that once. dude's awesome. So, um, i trying to think if there's anything else really cool. I mean, they were giving away prizes for questions. Oh, yeah. Limited edition. Some panels do that. Yeah, it was a limited edition Ninja Turtle figure from the Hong Kong Toy <laughs> Expo. Wow, that's a fucking mouthful. crowd. There was like, Rabbit. Oh! Right. like just like that clip, crazy that, that clip, so hard. All right, <laughs> they don't know that. No, they did because someone just ah, whatever. Anyway, Audi. <laughs> yeah, and when they showed Ninja Turtles, like there was a lot of Team MT fans, and they started making, they started listening to crazy characters and shit. Uh, Mike Acosta said he wanted to do a Rat King fucking comic book, like a one right. shot. Um, yeah, okay, <laughs> one shot maybe. Any, I don't see an and, ongoing. And he's Rat doing King. a Casey Jones one shot too. That would be kind. Of, Casey Jones is cool if he's done right. Yeah, well, he's pretty cool in that new series. They've they've toned him up where he's not. He's not so crazy, but he's he's, so he's got he's you know he's got issues, family he's, issues. His dad's an alcoholic that beats him. Well rounded, well rounded yeah. character, I should say. So. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool, pretty interesting. Sounds good. Um, what else did you check out there? At the, I know there was a. What other panel did you make it to? Um, that's it for today. That, that was I the last one. Yeah, I'm trying to fucking remember what I went to yesterday. Shit. Oh, I went to Dark Horse yesterday, which had some pretty cool announcements, which are all up on the site, comicbastards. dot com, and. Um, I honestly can't remember for the life of me what the other one was. It probably wasn't very moving. Oh, uh, it was Arkea's. Oh, um, yeah. Didn't they have a comicsology-type was... deal go down? Yeah. I did a little write-up on that. They're, they're calling it a first-look exclusive, meaning... Okay, I remember uh, this. I, I don't know why they're calling it a first-look. Basically, it's like it's on comicology first, is all that means. So It's not like comicology is looking at it and be like, mm, we don't really want this content, but thank you for letting us look at it first. Now you can just ship it on to other people. They're going to take the shit. They just get it first for an exclusive amount of time before it releases on their other platform. Gotcha. Because previously, Arkea had a very strong relationship with Graphically. Well, it's, um, that's, I would say that's a very uh, <clears throat> movie industry way of doing things. Yeah. I mean, just it's like almost like an on-demand type of... Netflix type of vibe where they keep it for X amount of time and then it can go to these other outlets or these other... Yeah, exactly. Like so. that. So, which, um... Yeah, I don't know. I, I had a huge rant about how just kind of comicology and its monopoly is stifling the innovation of digital comic books where it is literally... You know, and I think Valiant even talked about it where it's just like you're just swiping your finger because it's just the page scanned on your screen. There's no innovation to that. Yeah. There's no interactivity to it other than your finger. And no matter how much DC says, no, there's really something to that, just swiping your finger. It's really, no, there's nothing to that. I think it's still in its, you know, fledgling phases of being, I don't think digital comics are right. It's, it's not there yet. No, it's yeah. definitely, and that's what I'm saying though, is that. But it won't get any the further. More, yeah, yeah. The more we do, like the more comicology kind of, in a way, stops the competition from right. advancing. They have to focus on the content more than the innovation. But they won't. They'll, it's just exactly. gonna, it's going to turn into them just trying to crawl the talent and all the you know yeah. all the properties to make them you know prize pig. Yeah. Which is which is really too bad, or it's just going to cause someone just to come out the gate with that's going to blow your mind and it's kind of sad in a way because like well little publishers are just like damn man I need to make a digital present presence yeah. and um, I got to go to you Comicsology I guess or you graphically or you know what I mean like yeah y- your options are slim 
know. Yeah, there's only so many, but in a sense, you're still just doing the exact same thing. And um, I think it was Avatar. They were talking about, you know, someone asked them why they don't have digital. And they were, I think their comment was, there's something almost, like, forgettable about a digital comic. And yeah. I have to say, I mean, I've been reading a shit ton of digital comics because most of the review copies that I get are digital. And, I, you know, sometimes when I forget a name or something, it's because it just didn't really leave an impression on me, even if mm-hmm. I really liked the book. Right. But when I have something, you know, like WonderCon, when I picked up all those print comic books, like, I could tell you who wrote them. I can tell you, you know, what happened on page seven, practically. Like, they really stayed with me more, and I well, enjoyed them a lot It's because it's more of an experience. It's more of a – it's that hands-on experience. It's, yeah. it's not – you're not so removed from it because it's on your computer screen, you know? Yeah. Or you're on your eye device or however you're viewing it. It's physically in your hand. You're physically making that, as corny as it sounds, that connection with the book in a way. No, I totally agree. And so when people are like, oh, print's going to die, I really don't think it will. I think there's going to be people that always enjoy print and that will continue to buy print. I think print will – or I'm sorry, that will buy digital and digital will continue to grow and do better for people that have never been interested in print comics. Like I was actually talking to you know, uh, a friend, uh, Jason, and he was saying – you know, I don't want to get back into comic books. And I was like, well, you know, for you, I'd recommend digital. You don't want to store the comic books. You don't want to have that. Right. Just do digital. I haven't bought a print comic book in I don't know how long. And that works for you, too. Get yeah. in space. Limitations are just, you know, I mean, they fucking take up a lot of room. And not all of them are going to turn into pots of gold. They won't. Um, yeah, it's just, I know it's just easier for me. Yeah. It just turned into something where I... Hell, maybe I'm lazy. I just don't want to go to a comic book store. You know, whatever the reason, I just I just slowly started getting. And exactly, there's going to be people like that, and there's other mm. people like me that, you know, I got a free fucking copy of a a book to review, but then I go buy and support the thing in print because because I like the print comic books. And um, in case you're curious, speaking of that, Valiant yeah. said they do have a plan for digital. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's not anytime soon, but they will. Well, the publisher Fred fucked up and said that uh, they're going to release their entire backlog. In, I don't think he dated it though. He didn't. He didn't give any dates yeah. of when it was going to yeah. start or anything. But he did mess up and say, you know, that, yeah, that was their plan to do the entire backlog. Which yeah, is one great. guy was just like, when oh, we're going to get more of this. Uh, yeah, uh, which honestly, I think they should have probably led with that. Like, had a digital backlog you know like i i think we talked about I, that before i don't think so. of having i did what well, just of the four titles not the whole thing no i didn't i don't agree with that because i think that confuses the consumer mm, I because guess, if you're a new reader to valiant comics i mean yeah I like to me they're not relevant like i'm excited for their new stuff i can't relate to their old stuff yeah. so if you put okay. both of them out i'm like which one am i reading this one's the old one well i don't think they're gonna well I mean, we'll have to see i guess yeah. if they do release them on day and date digital or something or close to it then yeah you're right that would confuse the yeah consumer, i think they want to establish their brand with their new yeah. refreshed ips and then be like hey do you like true. that here's some here's that old shit yeah <laughs> you're like oh cool which would be cool i, I think that'll be I, i'd like to check out the old shit and yeah like and digital because those are going to be fucking hard books to find in print yeah and you're so. just going to get dicked on the price so yeah and they said they'd slowly release like hard covers of everything but you know, I mean, then you're looking at years because mm-hmm. they're not going to just flood the market with it. That'd be stupid. They want to get, you know, very strong sales out of that. Yeah, well, because no one's going to be like, I want all twenty volumes. Yeah, well, uh, some of those nerds might. They were kind of passionate about that. That's true. But other than that, it's it's basically been a con, like any other con. If you've been to any other con of the con, or pop culture con, or whatever, they're shilling in your neighborhood. It's pretty much the same dealer floor. Um, yeah, I mean, they're all it's, it's they're all, all the, the same. It's all the same. There was a couple interesting things, um, and you're probably gonna what, what was it called? Zombie Republican or kill Republican zombie or something? Republicans killed by zombies. Something I think like is what that. You're talking about? Yeah, yeah. I it, saw them. Just, yeah. It was a booth where basically it was a green screen. Yeah. Um, that you set up. You got to pick however, like whatever one sheet that you wanted. Okay. So it'll be like, oh, we're like I wasn't here for this, so I'm hearing this for the first time too. You can uh you can be like a portrait of a zombie. 
So, like, you and your old lady or your girl or whatever can go up there and, hey, let's pose. Like, you know, prom picture status and some shit. <laughs> and they'll render your faces, like, zombified. Nice. And then they'll put you in a background. Like, it was kind of cool. Like, it looked decent. I was really surprised, like, how well it looked. And there was there was one that it kind of kicked some ass. It was a father and a son almost standing back to back. Like, the kid was pointing down. And then they gave the the dad like a prop axe and he had it cocked over his head and then they took his picture on the green screen or what have you and then it showed the picture that they were going to be um you know embedded on Mm -hmm. and it was literally there on the steps of like i think it was like you know lincoln memorial or whatever you know yeah and just fighting off these zombies the kids like point through all these zombies he's like over there dad has that look on his face and the dad's just about to serve a zombie coming up with a fire axe it was pretty cool. It was like 30 bucks though, to do it. Wow. And I was just kind of like, hey. That was just a free demo. I wanted to think that. And then Aaron and I stood there for a moment. And I, was, I was like, is this free? And then I saw the other, I saw cash transpire. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. I only saw 10 bucks. And then I Maybe that's at, just a, if you want to print out of it, though. Yeah, there was. I'm sure they just take the photo for free. Prices did vary. I think it depended on, like, the size. And, I mean, there was kind of a, there was a decent crowd around it. So, I, I, I. Hmm. I did fight the temptation, but I was like, eh, I got to pay money. I would have did it for free. But, yeah. I mean, that was one of the things that stood out to me. I mean, other than the typical, I think Mar- or DC had something similar where they'd put you in that Justice League. Yeah, they had that the last couple. Picture. They actually kind of jacked that from um, Dark Horse. Dark Horse was the first doing that green screen stuff where they'd put you on the cover of um, like Mass Effect or oh, really? kind of whatever. Yeah, I mean, they were putting on Star Wars or Mass Effect was one year, and then they slowly oh, just kind of... I do remember that. Yeah, they just stopped doing it because then Marvel and DC both were Moved like, That's a, I'm doing that. Yeah. You can be with these fuckers. And... I think Capcom did that, too. Um, when it was uh, Tekken Street Fighter at the last one, they had like a little booth where it looked like you could be one of the characters, if I remember correctly. Because I remember like the little clear cage. Oh, no, that was so you could record a message. Oh really? Yeah. What what message? Uh, protest or professing your love for Capcom for Capcom versus Tekken. Why is X, it? X, why is the DLC hidden on the disc and you just make pay for an unlock code Capcom? I don't know because we like money. <laughs> it's just the nature of the money, beast. Money, 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 money. Yes, I mean there was. Other than that, it wasn't nothing. It was cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. No, it's, it's cool. It's a con. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, you kind of go there for your own special reason. There's there's uh, the cosplayers. I know that's like the shit right now. Um, I tried to interact with a couple of them. That's going to be on the website. We'll uh, we'll tweet that shit when that's done cooking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, very, uh, very long days. Very tiring. But... You know, it's like you said, you've been kind of, like, especially with us, we've been to so many cons that it's not really, like, new and surprising. You're just kind of like, okay, I'm going to do my little stick shtick of up and down the aisles and see what there is, and then I'm going to go to Artist Alley and do that shit, and then I'm going to hit some panels. Talk to, talk to a couple cool people in Artist Alley. Yeah. That'd be on there. I don't want to save those. I don't yeah, even yeah, want to yeah. tell you who I talked to, because one, one turned out pretty good, even though I got yelled at for not asking a really bobo-ass question into the mic, but, you know, it's all right. Yeah. We'll see how it turns out. It'll be good, though. I don't know if you, the people know what bobo... Fuck, now I want to talk about it, because uh, there was part of it that wasn't on the know. camera, like, before we were setting it up. Are you talking about... Are you, what? Should I just... Uh, I'll tell you... Uh, I'm going to only tell, tell you one why, person. Now we seem like douchebags. Oh, don't tell you this one. <laughs> well, yeah. What, initially, I wasn't going to, but then I remembered. I was like, oh, wait, this part wasn't on camera. Um... So I got to talk to Frank Cho. Hey, that guy draws comic books. Yeah, he does. He draws like a motherfucker. What's that popular book he's drawing right now? Well, he did the zero issue of AVX. That's the one where Vision cried. (laughs) Yes, it is. All right, anyways, so we don't need Kevin setting up who Frank Cho is anymore. Um, So I'm like, hey, I'm with Dustin with Comic Bastards. Can I talk to you on the camera? And he was like... Sorry, what? Com- comic bastards? And I was like, yeah, comic bastards. 
And he just kind of kept repeating it to the point where I was like, here's my business card. And he was like, he looked at me, he was like, comic bastards. And he hands it to either his wife or assistant. I, I'm not going to pretend I know their relationship. And, <laughs> On a very special dust. And he was I don't like, know your relationship. He was just like, comic bastards. And like, hands her the card. Like, he just could not get over. Margaret, will you look at this? The man handed me a card that had the word bastard on it. And I assume he's here for comics because of the word that precedes that. <laughs> so, it's quite humorous. Uh, sometimes it's really... Really fun having the name Comic Bastard <laughs> because sure. you get those weird reactions like that. I've shared it a couple of times today with people, and uh, it sticks with you. It's been a very positive. Res- it's it, fun to say. It's real. <laughs> so you know, so little moments like that—that's what makes it fun. Frank Cho loves it. You should too. <laughs> Damn straight. He's not really endorsed or <laughs> no, he's not endorsing this at all. <laughs> so yeah, you can look forward to that interview. I think that one turned out pretty well. Adequate to say the least. Yeah, I was in there. I was playing bodyguard. Got my uh, my fanboy juices flowing. So there's not too many people I nerd out on, and I usually don't nerd out on people that like. I know when I refer to it as juices, that's weird. That is weird. I know. I was trying to push through it, but you brought it right back. So <laughs> push through it like it's just been a vice your whole life. <laughs> yeah. No, I meant like push through the fact that when I I'm excited, I talk about other men, and then the word juices <laughs> appears. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I tend to have different geek out moments than a lot of other people do. Different creators that may never be huge mainstream names, I tend to really enjoy and appreciate. I don't know, he was cool, he was just chilling. Yeah. He wasn't like later a, he wasn't like a rock star or nothing. No. So, Very approachable. Regular dude. <laughs> you know what else they had? They had speed dating there. Yeah, that fucking room was getting crazy. I really wish I knew about that ahead of time. I would have planned shenanigans a go-go. I would have went there and I would have gave you guys hilarity. It it, seemed like a room full of hecklers. No, dude. Maybe you didn't see what we saw. We saw like the chairs. They were all back-to-back. and It was set up really... Like speed oh. dating tables, but there were no tables. Oh, it was actual speed dating. I thought you were talking about that panel that we narrowly missed. Oh, that was, like, was how no. to help nerds date. No, that wasn't. Okay, it. I mean those. My bad. Yeah, this was literally speed. There was a interesting an overweight gentleman dressed up like a Jedi. I don't know the fascination of dressing like Jedi's. Um, it's just like you, just you wear like the most fairyish like shit. Like it's just kind of hanging down on you. It's not elite. I don't know. Well, because sometimes they they do the whole. It's more of like the honor of the craft. No, like yeah, they make I, I their own robes it. and they design it specifically no. with this cut. Of this I play popcorn. Kotor. I'm down. <laughs> I play Jedi Academy. I know what's up. I just was like Sith are better. Everybody knows that, and they're cooler. To, they're just cooler. I just don't get the whole. I don't know. I'm just not a fan of that. Yeah, but the Sith is the same problem. I see them dressed like the same. It's just black version of the same asshole. It's like here's I'm wearing the black. That came off a real, real yeah, I, comment. <laughs> I don't know if people just like, what did he just say? No, he fucking didn't. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about the Sith. But yeah, it was, it, basically he was running the speed dating. He was running it. He he was taking. Was he the, married or something? I, Otherwise, I don't believe that. I didn't he, hang out with the motherfucker. I just overheard the setup. But he was running the you know sign up board and. There was a line. He was like corralling the people. He's like, all right, if was you're there this. men and women or just men? I just saw dudes at, I mean, I don't know if it was like a sword fight, sausage fest, but <laughs> I mean, you know, teach their own. You're mentioning Jedis and sword fights. So. Well, one, well, he was dressed like a Jedi. And everyone knows what a lightsaber sounds like, doesn't it? <laughs> I was going to quote the swords, but whatever. Oh, go ahead. No, it's fucked up now. You killed my, <laughs> you killed my setup for it. <laughs> Fucking dick can't even do a spaceball reference properly. <laughs> I could if you weren't stepping all over my material. Then some chicks showed up. Okay. Oh, okay, good. I mean, there was some good cute chicks. Whatever. I mean, you're gonna go to a con. You're gonna see some chicks that are way out of your league. I mean, not me. <laughs> but and then you're gonna see like some average cute chicks, and then you're gonna see some chicks. You're just like, uh, what's my sister doing here? Because she's disgusting. <laughs> not my sister. I don't have one. But if I did, she'd be beautiful. <laughs> but not like that because that's a whole other problem. 
But anyway, I don't know the, the image you're painting right now. If I could have gone to that speed dating, it would have been funny. I, I had a whole plan. We would have filmed it. It would have been a shtick, but it looked like they were taking that shit a little too seriously. Probably. I'm sure yeah. that the guy actually wanted to make some matches and, and not. <laughs> what to do all day? Waste my time to see two each. I was just trying to make some fucking matches. I was trying to play Cupid. Edward, you take this too seriously. It's just a job. You're dressed up uh, like a fucking Jedi trying to match these geeks. <laughs> it's at a comic convention. No one's going to take you fucking serious, asshole. I don't like when you speak to me like that. <laughs> Go to your room. He's like 43, dude. He was <laughs> I'm sure he has a room. He had a home. There was multiple rooms in the home. <laughs> yes, I, uh, so, you know, regret. But like I said, it's going to get better. It's going to get funner. That's not even a word. But it's going to happen. It is now. You heard it first. Funner. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, with all this in mind, you're probably just looking at whatever device is playing this, our voices, and going, you guys are pushing this shit. <laughs> I might not be back next week. <laughs> uh, they might not be. That happened last time. Don't do that, you dicks. I mean, I love you guys. I just... I did, no, I think you'll be back. I hope. I hope so. Because we love when you listen, and we love when you check out ComicBastards.com. There is the Google Plus page. There is the Facebook page, because if you don't got that, why even live, right? Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's the Twitter. <laughs> yes. There's the Twitters. You can find myself on Twitter, Dustin on the Twitter the Comic Bastards on the Twitter and our various team members on their respectable Twitters from Neil, Carl, Eric, and so on. Connor. And Connor. And Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Everyone is, we're all tweeted up. Um, tweet at the lot of us. Yeah, just tweet. Just, you know, holler at your boy, whatever you don't have to. It's good. And, uh, <laughs> iTunes reviews, if you don't mind. Yeah. You know what? Let us know how you feel. That'd be cool. I mean, just get a little crazy with the star and go give us too many. It's stars, right? Yeah. It's stars, yeah. Just, uh, I don't even know if you have to give us a star rating to write a review. Maybe you do. I, don't know. I, think, I think a lot of people... I'd yeah. prefer words than a star rating, honestly. Just go, good job. I laughed. Then I cried. Love the LOLs. I need a cookie. <laughs> what? What are those cat posters? I eat the cheeseburger. Oh, man. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I told a sweet, funny cat story this weekend. Maybe I'll save it for the next podcast. I'll read you the whole fucking thing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's all right, hilarious. I wouldn't be opposed to it. You're going to have to do a lot of laughing, though. I'll just make a post where I put the pictures up. It's going to be funny. <laughs> we can make an interactive podcast. I don't know, whatever, fuck it. Indeed. You have been listening to Comic Bastards Motherfucking Podcast. I am Kevin. I'm Dustin. And we were here live at C2E2 in Chicago. We will see you next week. We'll be back home in Los Angeles, California. Or it's probably raining there too right now. But who cares? Because we need it. All <laughs> <laughs> state's going to burn to the ground. See you later. Meredith. Yes, Regina? Why must that sound mother of yours continue to wear short dresses that accent her plump, disgusting ankles? Would you prefer she wear culottes, Reginald? Culottes, ah. <laughs> Officer Dandelion. Uh, it's actually Daniel Daylions. Daylions, bah. Listen, I've had several reports of you whipping your son, Chippethy. Excessively. But officer, it's not it's not his fault. He reads the comic books day and night, night and day, day and night, month after month. It can't be stopped. Meredith, your obsession with the calendar? Oh, we do not ever dirty the laundry. Out to Johnny Law. So what's it gonna be, Johnny Law? You gonna shoot me in the face and plant narcotics on her? Listen. I know what you're going through. That your son He's a comic bastard. <gasps> Who's words in this house, man? You got her so worked up, I'm gonna have to choke her to sleep. Choke her to sleep like I do every other night. My hand. Meredith, men are talking. You, oh, isn't there a sandwich you should be making? Ah, Johnny Law. Why do you come and piss on my front doorstep? Timothy!
I can look away. Ma'am, I'm gonna need that sandwich to go. Is, is that spicy mustard okay, uh, officer? Of course it's okay. He's a man. Uh, finally, what uh, bread do you have? This isn't a bakery, you dick. <laughs> <laughs>